Have you ever wondered when is something hard because hard things are hard? (laughs) And when is something challenging or difficult because you need a system or a practice in place to make that hard thing easier? Or maybe you've asked yourself, (laughs) is this hard thing a hard thing or is this a sign that something is unhealthy? If you've ever found yourself working through these questions, then today's episode is for you. Today's episode is all about how to tell if your goals are too hard, too easy, or just right. I'm really excited. I think that this is so important and I'm working through this myself, so I'm excited to share this with you. Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. So recently my kids went to Ninja Camp in the place that I lived, there's an amazing ninja obstacle training gym. And if you've ever watched American Ninja Warrior, it's a lot like that. It's super, super cool. In fact, the owner and many of the people that work there and some of the people that they train have been on the show American Ninja Warrior, but they're so great with the kids. So we go there a lot because winters in Iowa are tough. We are outside people. Because we miss being outside, we miss going to parks. Ninja U is a great place for our kids to kind of run out their energy and just have a place to play in the wintertime. My kids have been to this gym a lot, a lot. And it was first day of ninja camp and I could tell that my daughter was having a lot of reservations about doing the camp. So even though they've gone there and they've played, they'd actually never done a class. And we get there and she doesn't want to let go of my leg and she starts crying. And I'm freaking out about this as a parent because she's supposed to start kindergarten in like a week. And so I'm like, oh my goodness, how is this going to go? And I also know that she's capable. She is capable of doing this. I don't know if you've ever been there where as a parent, you you don't want to traumatize your kid. You want to honor and recognize the emotional response that they're having, but you also want to push them to do the hard thing that you know they are capable of doing. And so I told her that I would go with her to sort of the first little activity that they were doing. And I stood with her for a little while. And then I gave her a hug and I said, I'm going to go sit down now. You can do this. And oh, sweet child. She's just like quietly crying she goes across the monkey bars she quietly cries as she runs up this giant ramp so she's just quietly crying but she's doing all the things that they ask her to do and I'm sitting there on the sidelines watching wondering if I'm doing the right thing as her parent kind of asking her to do this I was so proud 
proud of her in that moment, but also really, really questioning whether or not that was the right response. The good news is she made it through and the next day she was so excited to go. And she made it through the next four days just fine. No tears. She was really excited and she jumped in there and she had more confidence than I'd seen her have before. These moments are so tricky as parents. It's tricky for me as a teacher to sometimes know when do I push a student? When do I pull back? Same with my coaching clients. When do I say, you can do hard things. I know you can. And when is it time to say, now might not be the time for pushing yourself. This is so tricky. And so these are all questions that I really move through when I'm thinking about other people and how I can support other people. But these are also questions that I have about myself and my own personal goal setting. When is it time for me to push myself to do something that makes me feel stretched? And when is that push unhealthy? If you're working through these questions and you want someone to act as a sounding board, act as support, right now through the end of August, I'm offering free one hour time management coaching. And this is the sort of thing that we could work through together and I could provide you support for. I'll link it in the show notes. I'm only doing one hour sessions through the end of August and September because my work at the university really ramps up. I'm actually going to shorten those sessions to 30 minutes. So if you want to get in there and schedule a one hour free complimentary coaching session, now is the time. So I think for a really long time, I was chasing easy. And what I mean by that is a really big part of me believed that if I just did things right, they would feel easy. And so if something was feeling challenging for me, I would actually push and push and push a lot harder thinking that if I just made a change or did something differently or figured it out, then it wouldn't feel hard anymore. But y'all, some things are just hard. About a year ago, I was getting a lot of signals that I needed to think about confidence, how I display or don't display confidence, particularly in the workplace. And it was It was like one of those moments where I had a colleague suggest to me that I didn't come across as very confident. And within probably the same week, I had another colleague suggest to me that I was maybe a little overly confident, like borderline arrogant. And and both people gave me this feedback in a pretty gentle way, but the message was clear. And I was like laughing about this because within the same week, I was pretty much told that I was lacking confidence and that I was too confident. And so I was doing a lot of reflection on what is confidence? How do we sort of do confidence? How do we display? How do we communicate confidence to other people? And I think that confidence is really related to doing hard things because The way that we develop confidence, and there's loads of research that back this up, is by doing things that are challenging to us. We develop confidence not just by thinking and changing our mindset around how confident we are, but by actually doing things that we didn't think that we could do or we didn't know that we could do so well. And when we we are able to do that, it's through those actions that 
we develop confidence. And so what's really interesting to me is that I don't often feel that confident, but I do feel hopeful. When I think about confidence, I think of it as a sense of surety that you can do the thing. And I don't always have a lot of surety that I can do the thing. So like when I started this podcast, I was like pretty sure that I could record some things and put it on the internet. <laughs> and I wasn't so sure that it would be good or that anyone would want to listen to it. But I was hopeful that if I kept learning, if I kept growing, that I could, I could improve. So a lot of times I don't have confidence in my ability to do a thing, but I do have hope that if I continue to learn and grow, if I open myself to learning and growing, that eventually I will get better. So as my daughter was sitting there crying and doing the monkey bars, I kept thinking, is this something that is going to instill a sense of confidence in her? Or is this going to be a memory of mom pushing her more than she was capable of in the moment. And the good news is I think I made the right choice. I think that this was something that she was capable of and a little bit of a nudging was exactly what she needed. But it was such a hard decision in the moment. And y'all, I can tell you, there have been moments where I have cried Right after I finished my dissertation, I got an email. I mean, like the moment that I sent my dissertation to my committee, it's just such a relieving moment because there's nothing you can do between then and your defense. And you've been working on this for several years. And so I send it and I have this like 30 seconds of relief. And then an email pops up in my inbox that I had gotten a publication, but only if I could turn it around in something like 24 or 48 hours and I should have been excited because this was a publication but I just sat there and I sobbed and I just sobbed and I typed because I needed to get that publication and I look back at that moment and I'm like was that hard thing a hard thing that produced confidence for me or was that a moment where me crying was actually a sign that there was something unhealthy going on there and I needed to rest, I needed to break, I needed to pull back. So when I was thinking through this episode, oh, because I think it's so, so important, I was really trying to think about how do I, how do I discern between these different types of heart? You know, how do you tell if it's a good heart or a bad heart? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I feel like there's definitely a dirty joke in there somewhere. You know what I mean? I mean, how do you how do you tell the difference between this tough stuff that's just part of the process? The stuff that helps you build confidence. What is the tough stuff that you grit gently with hope through? And when is the tough stuff a signal, a red flag that you need to pay attention? and take care of yourself and do something different. I don't think that I can tell you, here are the instances where it is good hard and here are the instances where it's bad hard and this is what you do. I wish it was that simple and if I figure it out, I will share it with you. But for right now, I thought that was most helpful is to create a series of questions that when you find yourself in these moments and you're trying to discern whether this is a helpful confidence building challenge 
or to go back to one of my episodes, you know, is this grit or is this grind? Grit being a healthy persistence and grind being more of an unhealthy one. So I created a few questions or a few things that you can think through that can help you determine what type of hard this is. So the first thing is, I want you to consider how you're measuring or tracking your progress. So if you set a goal and you're wondering, is this goal too challenging? Is this goal too hard? Or is this, is this me dreaming big? Is this me imagining? Is this me stretching myself? I want you to think about how have you been measuring or tracking your progress? I've recently became a really big fan of Benjamin Hardy's work, and he has a book called The Gap and the Gain. If you are measuring yourself from where you are at now to your big dream or where you want to be, you are measuring the gap. You are measuring the space between where you are and where you would like to be. And Benjamin Hardy says that measuring the gap isn't a great idea. Being in the gap is a tough place to be. Rather, you want to be in the gain. And the gain is where you measure where you are to where you were. In other words, you measure the progress that you've made and you hope for better than before rather than measuring yourself against the ideal. I think that this is really important because when we're doing hard things, one thing that makes it harder can be our own expectations. When we are in a mindset that we are constantly not enough, it is going to make that hard thing harder. So when I talk about trying easier in the introduction of this, I don't mean chase easy. I don't mean try to find a solution that is effortless. I don't mean get complacent and even quit trying altogether. What I mean to suggest is that there are ways that we can try gently. There are ways that we can imagine and dream and do big things and not feel bad if we aren't there yet. That we can focus on the process, the journey, rather than the product or the outcome. So I want you to consider how you've been measuring or tracking your progress. I also want you to check your expectations. Were you expecting that something would be easy? Were you expecting yourself to to get somewhere faster than you have been? When we're trying really challenging things, we can get into the comparison trap. We can start comparing ourselves to someone else. I see this a lot where someone is just beginning something and they get frustrated because they want to make something. They want to produce something or be performing at a level and they're comparing themselves to someone that's been doing it for years and years and years. So I am in a podcasting mastermind right now and it has been an incredible experience. Shout out to Steph Gass and her team. One thing that I really noticed about myself is that when I started to podcast, I didn't have a ton of expectations. And somewhere along the lines, I had a few good things happen, a few boosts, and then I got greedy. (laughs) I got greedy. I wanted things to happen really quickly. And one that wasn't just, that wasn't realistic. And there was nothing that I was doing wrong. It just takes time. So I want you to check your expectations. Did you think that something was going to be really easy and now it hasn't been? And so that's frustrating for you. Are you chasing easy? Do you think that if you just get it right, it will be easy? You know, building any sort of habit, usually there's some friction at the beginning. 
You know, you think about exercising. Exercising is actually a really great example. When you first start, it is not particularly pleasant. Your lungs hurt, your heart's pumping, your muscles might be tight and sore. But over time, your body starts to really crave the endorphin release of exercise. One of the things that makes exercise such a great example is that even when you've been exercising for a while, there still might be some residual soreness. There still might be some discomfort. It never gets completely easy, but it does get easier. I spend a lot of time thinking about what you all might need to hear, what it is that I can share with you all that I'm going through that might spark something for you, that might create a sense of awareness, hope you perceive your situations in a different way. I just felt so called to work through these questions of how do we know when a goal is too challenging? When do we know if we've been pushing too hard? And when is the pushing exactly what we need because we need to build some confidence? When have we tricked ourselves into thinking that if we just get it right, it will be easy, but it's never going to be easy, but it could be easier. So I don't know that I am concluding this episode with the answers. I don't know that I have a really quick and easy way for you to determine where you are on this continuum from easy to hard. But I do want you to consider how are you measuring your progress? And can you make sure that you're measuring the gain and not falling into the gap to use Benjamin Hardy's language? And by measuring the gain, it will ensure that at least you're not making something that's hard harder. I also want you to check your expectations. Have you fallen into the comparison trap? Y'all, I want you to dream and imagine big and wild and people say 10x things for yourself and for others. I want you to have confidence that you can do hard things, but I don't want you to be stuck in heaps of hard. I don't want you to be stuck in hard that's not necessary. So I wish for you the confidence to grit gently with hope. Hope in the possibility that you continue to learn and grow and that you will recognize when it's time to pause, when it's time to rest, and when it's time to push through because you can do it. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all. So pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.